All right. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, thanks for joining us. Good to see uh, good to see some familiar faces, also some new faces. Okay, I just got off the phone with Becky Vincent. She's over there uh, kicking butt, making stuff happen. I was talking with Rob Hurley yesterday about Miss Julia Jenkins. He was fired up about uh, about what was going on there. Heard uh, heard some more great news on uh, another one. And we at Brick, we've got to uh, we've got to get uh, get on this where you and um, uh, you and Phyllis Davis and Joel Edelson are clo uh, are closer because we're going to start to promote the um, uh, the FIF resets as well as uh, the SMEs on Friday. And so would love for you to be a part of that. Heard there's some really great things that you guys have going on there right now. And so a lot of, a lot of great things going on in the business. Uh, saw some, uh, saw some big numbers, uh, coming from, oh, let's see, saw some new writers for the past week. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Brian Delaney. I'm direct to Edward Pritchett. And before we, uh, get rolling too far, and Mike, can you tell me, are you able to hear me or am I breaking up? You're able to hear me. Okay, great. Um, great. Let's get some uh, production in the chat. Anybody, uh, whatever production you have so far for this week, uh, let's get the production in the chat so that we can celebrate you and encourage others. Um, while we're getting that production in the chat, and Mike, uh, was there any production in the chat uh, before I just mentioned that? Uh no, there was not. There was not. Okay. All right. So let's get production in chat so far for uh, this week. Um, we missed last weekend and the week before. Had a couple of uh, holidays. Uh, my birthday is a national holiday. We had this Memorial Day thing. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, uh, so uh, we missed some winners for contests. I know we announced those. Uh, but great job to SFG1 and uh, all the leaders in there. I know Brandy and Karen were fighting it out to the bitter end to get packets in and just pushing and doing a great job with that. So fired up for that. Um, last week, or actually in the, over the last couple of weeks, we've had some new writers. Uh, not one was Xavier uh, Tatum, direct to Alan Smith. Another, uh, Zachary Lee, direct to Marcus Floyd in the Gillum base. Uh, Kelly McHugh, direct to Derek McHugh, uh, part of um, part of the Danielle Goulet team. Uh, Justin Norris, direct to Jody Matney, part of the Rudloff Agency. Uh, Mikhail uh, Delapena, De De uh, Mikhail Delapena, direct to Brick Bradford in the Gillum base. So, Brick, out of 10, how did I do? How, how was that? Was that... Did I, did I hit it? Or do we need to? Della Pena. You came super Del, close. Della Pena. The Del spelling Pena. is tough. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I'm only going to mess that up five more times and then I'll get it right. So, um, awesome. Um, so, I uh, wanted to uh, hop back into where we were before. Um, and listen, let's make this uh, worth all, our, uh, all of our while. I think I have, uh, we've got, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 17, 18. Uh, out of 48 cameras on, which is crazy. Let's make this time worthwhile for you so that we can all get the most out of it. I know we've been off for a couple of weeks, but let's get engaged and uh, get locked in here. So I hope all of you have been um, in your book. And if not, 
if you haven't and if you've taken a short break, hopefully this will be a return uh, to that because these last couple of high performance habits are so key. And I just, as I was reading this book uh, this past week, and I was just going over some of my notes, I was just reminded of how important it is for us to continue to grow ourselves, uh, for us to get clarity on who we are, what we want, what we're willing to do about it. Because otherwise, we may just end up in this land, this no man's land, this land of unplanning uh, called uh, mediocrity. And I remember finding myself there quite a few times. And that's the first thing I wanted to talk with y'all about is because I see, you know, I see that I see that there's a good, a good number of people on the team who are getting exactly what they want. It, and for us, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want, that, that has to do with you. It's our job to help you get that number. We want to make sure you're striving and not settling, though, right? We want to make sure it's actually what you want and it's not just what you're settling for because that's the best you can do right now and you have a limited mindset or a victim mindset, or at least a uh, not a growth mindset. And we have to eliminate those things. But in order to eliminate them first, we have to just accept the fact that all of us have part of that. All of us have part partially a victim mindset, depending on where we are. And those we become more aware of the impact on that on our life and our business as we go. And uh, if you're if you're thinking you're at the phase of your personal development where you're like, nope, I'm completely done with that. I've got a growth mindset. I take 100% responsibility for everything. I, uh, you know, I do, I do everything 100%. I will just say, thank goodness there is somebody who is, who's like that on the team. You got to let me know because we're going to use you in, as an example of perfection. Cause I certainly am not that. Um, but when, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to kind of where we are currently, and we're going to talk more about this, uh, we've got a State of the Union coming up, uh, not this upcoming Friday, but the the following Friday. And I was just making me think about um, this book and uh, where we are was just making me think that there were a lot of times early on when I said to myself that I, if I was just more, right, if I just had, right, if I was just more, if I was just more knowledgeable right? If I was just more courageous, if I was just a little mentally quicker, if I was just a little bit better with people, if I had a little bit more focus and I had some more money uh, with a better situation at home and more support at work um, and with more time for myself and less responsibility, that I would really be killing this thing, right? There were so many times where that's what I thought. That if only conditions were, were optimal, that I would be winning. Essentially, what I was saying to myself, and I didn't realize how this was off, was that if only I was more successful, I would be more successful. <laughs> right? If only I was more successful, Alan, I'd be more successful. If I, only I had more money, then I would change when, when like... Isn't it funny how the truth is just a little, it's not backwards, it's just sideways, right? It's almost true. It's almost like lies are almost true, right? They, they, always, they always say that those are, the, those are the toughest kind of lies to tell because they have some truth in them. Well, that's the difference between, um, for me, the growth that, uh, before I've done the growth and now, I remember getting to the end of the week 
right? And not having the results that I want and getting frustrated and looking for someone to blame and something, but it never made anything better. Even when I had something to blame, even when it was a bad week with leads, even when I didn't invest enough in money or time and I didn't get the results that I wanted, I had no one to blame. And even if I did, it wasn't going to change my situation. So I needed to start owning my situation. I needed to do that so, uh, so quick. I didn't realize that I was saying that if only I had a, if only I had already arrived, I would be better at the journey, right? If only I would have already arrived, I'd be better at uh, the journey. We have to, um, we just have to, we we have to make sure that uh, we don't need the outcome to be guaranteed because that what that's going to do is that's going to dull the quality of this opportunity, right? If you say, here's what I need, I need you guys to guarantee me an outcome then you don't have skin in the game and you don't, you're not taking any risk and therefore your reward has to be smaller because somebody else is taking that risk. So how much risk can you take this week, right? And booking five appointments and having none of them show, that's not risky. That's not risky. Booking, booking 15 appointments, that's risky. But you don't understand. I don't know the products. I don't know the strategy. What if they ask me questions that I don't have the answer to? What if... What if I what what if something about their health changes? Not that that's ever happened uh, uh, to anybody who's ever been out in the field where they said they were perfectly healthy, and it says do not smoke in this house, oxygen in use, right? Or they say, well, I already have a term policy, and you start to look in there, and they're sitting there smoking smoking a pack of cigarettes in front of you, and they're listed as a non-smoker on their deal, right? What happens when that happens? Listen, we cannot predict; we can only prepare. I cannot predict any of the issues that you're going to have in this business, but we can prepare. And what we're going to prepare to do is we're not going to prepare to know. We're going to prepare to learn. We're not going to prepare to know. We're going to prepare to go. What we're going to prepare to do is prepare to get ourselves in a uh, set ourselves up with a mental attitude where that crap doesn't matter. Right. That crap doesn't matter. It, the path, if I if I need the outcome to be guaranteed, the path to be easy, the right conditions throughout, a huge return on my small investment, then I don't need this position. I need something else. I need a job, right? And I need to be okay when my reward is not commensurate with the risk that I'm taking, right? That all of that sounds really good, but uh, but. It also may be the most accurate recipe for a lifetime of dependence on and being subject to other people. And I think that's why most of us came here. And we can't forget that. We can't forget that. We can't forget, Jake, when you called me from Home Depot. We can't forget that, can we? We can't forget that moment. We can't remember. We can't forget that, Alan, when you were in a position where you were working part time here and somebody else owned your time, but you decided to make the move to uh, make the move to full time and you decided to go all in on yourself. And you and that's exactly what we have to ask other people to do as they start to build. Right. We can't forget what it was like to have an economy completely leave us, Brian and Rachel Jernigan. This was all we freaking knew. This was the business we had built and it left us. It left us. It wasn't available. The, the, the industry that we had knew didn't, it didn't exist. And that's why we were looking for something that was more recession resistant. We can't forget that because the moment that becomes unclear, then our decision becomes unclear. Our decision and our ability to defend our decision becomes unclear, right? 
if if you had to i remember being in a place and i had to take my calendar to edward i said i said to him i was like i'm not getting the results that i'm wanting and i'm putting in so much time he said just because you're putting in time doesn't mean you're putting in work just because you're putting in time doesn't mean you're putting in work he said he he showed he showed me that he showed me the difference between what i thought i was doing and what was actually happening and if somebody were to have followed me in those days with a camera and played that tape back to me there would be no way no how if that was anybody else that i could sincerely say that that person what person was passionate and worked with purpose and they had something to prove and they were ready to do what it takes to win yet that was what i was saying to myself and because of that i was delusional and I had to get back to truth. And the truth was that if I wanted this to work, that I had to work it. That I had to work it. I couldn't just show up and be a spectator and get the rewards of a player. Do you know you have to pay to go into the stadium as a spectator and you get paid to go into the stadium as a player? Right? Aren't those two different things? I wonder if we looked at activity, and this may sound rough, but if we looked at activity over the last month and we said players and spectators who would have to pay on this call and who would get paid to be on this call, I wonder, right? And if that hurts, join me in saying, I'm going to respond to that hurt by making sure that's never true again. Allow, get frustrated at me, have your day discussed and let's build something worth building. Let's make money worth making. Let's help people worth helping, right? Let's change, let's change some lives. Let's change some legacies. Sometimes we forget how important what we do is because, we, because people aren't dying right in front of us. We forget that, we forget that in the last moment we provide a, of a person's life, you could be the one who provided the peace of mind that they never had before. And you were, and you were worried to say the right thing in the house when that was the only way they were ever going to buy because everybody else was willing to say what, they were, what it was safe to say, but you were willing to say what needed to be said. And that's the difference because you knew it wasn't about you. It was about them getting protected and their peace of mind. And that deserves to be, uh, that deserves to be compensated very well. Right. <clears throat> I don't want to be subject to others. I don't want to be dependent on others. I want, I want to be the type of person who can be dependable. Right. I, I want success. I want freedom. Those are the two, those, that's what I want. I want, I want to have success. See, in a lot of other opportunities, the more money you make, the less free you become, the higher the standards are, the more, the tighter it becomes. Here, the more money you make, the more vacation you get to take, the more leverage you have, the more freedom you have, the more room for your family there is. We're not saying put it off till one day. We're saying do, we're, we don't want you to wait till someday to get the success here. We want you to start experiencing it some today. And in order to do that, we have to set goals and surpass them. Because if you're not setting goals and surpassing them, then you're just staying the same. And I don't think that's why anybody came here. I guarantee that just about on any every interview that you that was had with you when you were getting hired, that somebody asked you what you were looking for, and you said something like growth, freedom, the opportunity to make great money, the opportunity to help people, then prove it. If you didn't book enough appointments this weekend, let's go book some appointments and let's prove it. Let's prove that this matters to us. Let's prove that this matters to us by moving, not just by hoping that the week turns out well, but by planning for that, preparing for that, and then executing on that plan. And when it doesn't go well, initiating for coaching. That's the other thing. People are waiting for coaching. 
waiting for coaching doesn't happen happen here. What do you think? You're in a queue? Do you think you're pulling it? You're at a deli counter? That's not how this works. You work for coaching. We don't wait for coaching. We work for coaching, right? So if you want coaching, work for it. Then if you've worked for it, ask it. And if you're afraid that you haven't done enough work for it, ask and find out. But you have to ask. That is one part that I read in High Performance Habits, and I went over it again. He says, just ask. He said, we're so worried what other people think of us when they're not even thinking of us. Just ask. Just ask. See, people are more likely to serve, uh, are more likely to allow us to serve them once w- once we have gotten them to serve us. When we were running in-home appointments, one of the first things that I would do is ask them to get me a glass of water. Ask them, I would ask them for three or four things because after they serve, they'd be ready to serve. Are you asking your people to serve themselves and their family and you during the appointments? Are you asking them to serve you or are you just saying, hey, don't worry about grabbing a pen and a piece of paper. I'm going to send you this email. God forbid you had to do any work for this appointment. And then I'm going to get frustrated when you don't show up. How about enough is enough? Right? We already know better, so now it's just time to do better, right? Because I think that every single one of you deserve to make an extraordinary amount of money because I know the value that you can provide to these clients by helping give a, giving them that peace of mind. And if you were to ask them a question, I was watching this on YouTube and I thought it was brilliant. If you had, if you had, and I see, I don't think it's a price. I think it's, I, I think it's a purpose. If you had a, if you had a hundred dollar uh, option sitting right in front of you, ready to present to the client. And you, and you let them know that, hey, look, I really, I really value and appreciate and I'm grateful to have a, cli- a client like yourself because you'll never see a dime of this. This is 100% going to your family. This is going to go to your family after you die, right? But if you knew you were going to have the peace of mind that, that in, the, in the minute before you passed away that your family was going to be taken care of, would a $100 check per month be too big for that? Is $80 a month, is $100 a month, is $150 a month too much to ask for you to have the peace of mind and knowing that your family's protected when you couldn't do it anymore and having me in your corner as an advocate to help make that happen? Can we all just say that one more time this week? Can we all just ask for one more referral this week? Or are we going to continue to play small and invite our clients to play small? Are we going to continue to play small and invite our business partners to play small? Or are we going to play like we can, like you can, like what you have? Thimble full of boldness is damn right, Brick. And sometimes we got to bring more thimbles, don't we? (laughs) Right? Right? That's what what it's about. Because if I don't ASK, I won't GET, and I shouldn't shouldn't blame anybody else for that but myself. So if I'm going to accept the responsibility right now, I'm going to look at exactly where things are as of right now during this week, right? And do my inventory of my four cornerstones. Keep it simple, right? Keep it simple. So if we're going to win as a team, we're going to need to see ourselves as, as those advocates for the families. We're, we're going to have to change the way that we see ourselves. If you think of yourself as an insurance salesperson, get out. Pack your bags. You lost the game. You're not here to sell. You're here to help people buy, and you're here to help advocate for their, for their wishes. For every policy you put in place this week is a love letter from the person 
who, who you put the policy on to their family, to whoever they protect. It's a love letter and you help them write it and you help them fund it in a way that's able to stay in, in their budget, right? We're gonna have to see ourselves as advocates for the families we work with. We do the right thing when no one is looking. So our pressure, preparation shows up when the pressure is on and people are watching. So how exactly do we do that? We set ourselves enough appointments. We set ourselves enough appointments so that we don't have to put the pressure on the client. The client already has pressure. It's that pressure of knowing what the right thing to do is and not being sure of how to do it. But if we can put the pressure on ourselves by booking more, more appointments, and if we can put our, the pressure on ourselves by flipping over our activity report on a weekly basis and writing five things that we did well and two things that we could have done better and just committing to taking one of those two things and doing it well the next week, then we can grow in a systematic way that will guarantee success. And listen, success isn't going to be easy all the time and especially not in the beginning. But you can, you can get better. And if you seem to be doing something over and over again, and you're not getting better, it's because you're doing it out of fear rather than faith. You're doing it hoping for a response or hoping for an outcome rather than doing it in a way that is going to generate an outcome based on the law of large numbers. Work the large numbers, not the small ones. And what you'll find is you have a large business, not a small one. Right? That's what's possible here, but we all get to do it. I remember Casey Watkins coming up to me and he's like, why are you driving this thing like this? Why are you doing it? Why are you driving this sports car like it's a, like it's a junker? Like, why, why would you do it? Why wouldn't you just make the dials? Why wouldn't you just book the appointments? Why wouldn't you just do that? You want to know the answer was? I wasn't hungry enough yet. I wasn't hungry enough yet. It didn't mean enough to me to win. I wasn't afraid of quitting and I wasn't afraid enough of going back and quitting what I was doing. So I had to take some time and I had to really remember what it was like for me before I got here. And listen, it was good. It just wasn't good like this. There were times that it was bad. And you know what? I knew I didn't want anything from there. So if I don't, if I don't want to harvest in that field, I stopped planting it. Right? So now it's time to, it, just because I stopped planting in one field doesn't mean I, I get to do a half-assed job of planting in this new one. In fact, it means that I'm going to have to work like somebody who's new, that ignorance on fire, until I have the knowledge so that I can work hard and smart, right? I can work hard and smart, and I can start to grow the team. I can watch the impact that I'm having on other people. I can watch other people plug into the system and get financially free and win. Wait till you get the first call from somebody on your team that says, I covered a client and I had, I had to go deliver a death claim. And that was hard. This is uncomfortable. Wait till you get the first call from somebody on your team saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. My wife loves me again. My husband loves me again. Like, we're, things are good in our house again. Or financially, it's not so tight. But a lot of times what happens is we don't stop to take stock of the, the things we're grateful for. And we just take all these things for granted. I just want to encourage you is to stand with me in this, in this gratitude, in this next uh, phase that we're doing as Ripple, stand with me and find things to be grateful for. And here's a promise that I make is if you make an intentional effort around that, you won't have to find them. They're going to be so visible. It, it, it's like they're going to be thrown at you. And this life of abundance is going to continue to chase you as long as you're willing to chase it. But the way you respond to it is the way it's going to respond to you. Don't play hard to get with success. Don't play hard to get with happiness. Don't get, play hard to get with excellence. Right? Otherwise, it's going to be hard to get for you.
And isn't what I'm saying true about every avenue in life, about everything you want to do well in life? See, the success principles hold true, and these are all things we know. It's just sometimes we need a wake-up call in order to apply those things here. And listen, I don't think I'm good enough wake-up call for all of you, and I don't think all of you need it. But I think one of you, or one of you do. I know I needed it when I was early on in my business, when I was going through my slumps. I needed I needed to wake the hell up and get the get my head back in the game and remember why I was here. And I needed to do that before it was too late. And I I took things for granted and treated people poorly. And uh, I found myself out of I found my way out of the company because that almost happened too. Right. So what's available here? What's available here? We're gonna. If we're gonna win, if if we're gonna win, we're gonna see ourselves as advocates. We're gonna do the right things when no one is looking. So preparation shows up when the pressure is on and people are watching. It's either you you protecting that family or it's someone else that doesn't care as much. How many times have you run into that? Go out in the field for a minute. See how willing people are are. See how willing people are to lie on applications in order to sell a policy. See how, see how willing people are to promise things that they know that they can't get so they can pull a bait and switch and maybe somehow pull it out. See how willing people are to try to tell people, even though they've been in the business for five minutes, that they've been in here for five years. And that even though they don't know six figures from stick figures, they know everything about this business. They've got nothing more to learn. Right. Go out in the uh, go out in the field for a minute. And you'll realize how easy it is to be great in this business and how big of an opportunity there is for you. But we've got to wake up and grab that opportunity because if we're waiting for that opportunity, then we're doing the wrong thing. It's going to pass us by. We have to be creating that opportunity. And the way that Quility is going to get from where it is to where it's going is not going to be because it's going to go there and take us with it. It's because step by step. Call by call, appointment by appointment, new team member by new team member, new person getting financially free, new another person debt free, another person with their retirement taken care of, piece by piece, step by step, person by person. We all grow this business together because we all grow. And it starts with us. It starts with us. And that's the hardest thing. It starts with us. It's hard to choose enthusiasm when you don't feel like it, but it's necessary. It's hard to choose to do dials when you don't feel like it, but nobody cares. Nobody cares how if you feel like doing dials or not. Nobody cares. Like, I don't care. There were plenty of times that I didn't feel like doing dials, but my bank account said I needed to. My family said I needed to. I just needed to. If I didn't want to go back and work as a construction foreman, I had to do dials. It didn't matter what I felt like before. It matters what I feel like after. Let's go. Right? We have to realize that we're the best ones. We're the ones who have excellence. Who has Summit training? Who has the products we have? Do you know that we have annuity products that no, uh, no, not a single other insurance company in the whole country has? And they're better than what anybody else has by far? Not by a little bit, but by a lot because of how we've collectively grown this company. The work that we've done has mattered and it's set us apart. So let's act as set apart people. Let's act as that. Let's treat ourselves that way because we cannot consistently act in a way that's inconsistent with how we see ourselves. So if we're going to start to act set apart, we better know that we are set apart and we better and we got to think that way. And so the question that I'm asking you to ask yourself is the same question that I that I had to ask myself back then is what would somebody who's more successful do here? What would somebody who's making more money, what would they do in a situation like this? 
What would somebody who's making the amount of sales on a monthly basis, protecting the number of families who has the team that I want, what would they do right now? Not what do I feel? Because I want to feel that I want to feel good after, so I can't worry about how I feel before. What would that person do? What would what would the best version of me, who actually just wants what they want, what would they do? Would they settle for ten thousand in a month? I remember being on the phone with Edward Pritchett, and I called him and I said, "All right, man, it's three weeks into the month. I'm at twenty two thousand." He said, "Okay." He said, "What? So what are you going to do?" I said, "Well, I'm done. I'm at twenty two thousand." He said, "Why?" You're at 22,000. You're three weeks in. Why would you be done? That was a record month for me. It was a record month because I decided not to stop at 22,000 because Edward was brave, brave enough to say what needed to be said in that moment, not a pat on the back and saying, hey, great job. You did 22,000. He's like, okay, so what's next? And listen, that may be tough, but I had to be tough. That may be tough, but we have to be tough. That's okay, right? Is everybody okay with the fact that we have to be tough in order to do this business well? If you've been in it for over five minutes, you know that already. You know that you can't let a no hurt your feelings. You know, you know that you can't let a missed appointment stop you from uh, stop you from getting to the next level. That when somebody no shows you not to take it personally, you just have to take you just have to take the work personally, not the result, right? It's, it's either you protecting this family or someone else that doesn't care as much as you, isn't as committed to, to delivering value as you, right? Are you asking all the questions that you, need to, that you need to ask in order to know this family? Are you willing to uh, ask them the tough questions? Or are you just asking the questions that when you get the answer to, you know how to sell to? Because here's what I was doing in the beginning. I limited my questions because I thought I had limited responses. But what that told people was I didn't really care about them. I only cared about the sale that I was trying to make through them and from them. And listen, it wasn't devious in my head. It's just I was scared. I was scared. I was scared because I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to look foolish. And I didn't want to go broken as I was starting a new career and doing something. I wanted to be successful, and I had a lot riding out on it. There was no other income in my household at the time. I had to make this work, so I had to practice drill repeat. I had to do that, but there were times where I was nervous. and. I was thinking more about me than I was about them. And I just had to get out of my way and stop thinking and just say what needed to be said. I've talked to over 10 people in this past week who said, who said, I wish they would just do this. I wish the people would just do this. I just got off the call with Becky Vincent. She knew exactly what to say to her people, yet she didn't say it. Why? Because she cares about people. She didn't want to hurt them. Who gets, who gets hurt when they're confronted with the truth that what they're doing isn't going to get them what they're wanting? See, in this, book, in this book over these last few chapters, one of the things that it talked about was that high performers love challenge. High performers want to know when they're not doing the things wrong, or the, all the things right. High performers want to have somebody who cares enough to help them set goals. And high performers want it brought to their attention that what, when, what they're doing is not helping them get the results that they're wanting. High performers want all those things. So, so maybe it's time to stop protecting their ego and start protecting their legacy. Maybe it's time to stop protecting our self-perception and start, uh, start protecting their legacy that they get to leave with their family or their legacy as a team member here. And our bravery, that we can, we can allow them to borrow that belief and get to the next level. <clears throat> it's... There's somebody out there right now who is who 
got sent some of the same leads that you got sent because people who send in leads, send in leads, right? They'll send in multiple leads to multiple companies, right? I want you to ask the question, are they, is that person thinking, is that person thinking more about their own bank account than the client's needs and budget? Is that person more interested in trying to make a commission rather than building a relationship that is truly uh, mutually beneficial and you, where you build that client for life relationship? Cause that's what matters here. This isn't about making one sale. This is about building a client for life relationship. That's what Brick is here to help us do. That's what Joel Edelson is here to help us do. That's what Phyllis Davis is here to help us do. Right? We, we've all been in that position. It's okay to go through it. It's just not okay to stop there. That's what Casey Watkins says. He said, the road to success leads through the dump. Just don't get out and camp there. Just keep moving. It's okay. We've all been in, listen, if you if you've been to the top, you've been in the gutter. That's happened. You didn't get you didn't get from the bottom to the top with a silver spoon in your mouth. That thing got that thing got tarnished on the way up. There's not a single person who's at the top of this company who didn't have to fight for it, who didn't want to quit multiple times. There have been times that I've wanted to quit where I, what I was making in a month I didn't used to make in a year, and I still wanted to quit this business. Why? Because I let myself slip. I slip. I let my. I didn't protect my mindset. I was being stupid. I wasn't doing the activity. I'm not saying anybody else is. I'm just saying I was. Just don't, just don't be stupid like I was. Be smart. Do the activity. Get after it. Be, be that person who, who does what you say you want to do. And if you're not doing that and you need some help, be the person who reaches out for support, not waits for it. Earn it and reach out. Earn it and ask for it. We're here. Listen, I am not going to be the key to your success, but I can help you. I can help point you back to them. And that person is who you see in the mirror on a daily on a daily basis, right? So who's going to protect those families? Somebody else or you? Somebody on this team who's been trained, who who knows to out of care, who knows that uh, when you treat people like objects, they get objections. When you treat people like people, they just need reassurance. They have questions. You know, who do you want to sell to these people? Uh, people who don't do a good job at sales. They don't even know how to alternate clothes. They don't know how to hook question. They don't know how to, they don't know how to do any of those things. They haven't continued to better themselves personally or prof and professionally, or is it you, right? Is it you, right? Somebody who's growing better, somebody who's learning more, somebody who is under, who understands the industry and the products. And if you're brand new, somebody who has somebody like that in their back pocket, the cool thing is when you're when you're when you're the newest, you have the most leverage. And what does that leverage mean? Is that you get to work with somebody very closely who what you don't know, they need they know. And when you need to know it, they'll know it. Right? And they can point you to all the resources where you have it. So this week, these families need us on our A game. They need us on our A game. Our family needs us on our A game. There are people in your life who need you on your A game, just like he talked about earlier in this book. It starts with how much you care, and and you can choose to care and be uh, and be enthusiastic. You can choose to care and be enthusiastic today. I don't care how you woke up this morning. I don't care if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, the right side of the bed, or not even in the bed, like in a recliner. It doesn't matter. You can still choose to be enthusiastic because it's just that. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's an attitude. It's a posture of the mind. And we can accept that. And today may be the hardest day to choose it for you. And I just want to applaud you in working through that and making it so that other days it's easier to get that attitude of the mind.
I just want to encourage you that even though it's hard, you can do hard things that you didn't wake up this morning to live a repeat of yesterday. You woke up to live a new day and be a new version of you. And that's better. And you can grab a hold of that. And even if you mess that up, you still did it perfectly well because actual perfection as a human being is a myth and progress. Progress is what we're actually going after. Learning how to practice, learning how to go into a position where you spent $400 and have the opportunity to make a better salary than a doctor, a lawyer, or any other white collar, uh, white collar person in, in that environment. You can make more than a dentist today without having to look in people's mouths. How good, how good is that? You ever seen what a surgeon does for work? You don't have to do that. You can just sell insurance, right? But every once in a while, you might have to do heart surgery on yourself or on your clients or on your team members. You may have to restart their heart. You may have to get things going again. You may have to do that for yourself because that's where it starts. If you cannot believe in your own enthusiasm, other people won't either. And so practice it until it's believable. That may not happen today, but that can happen this week. And that may not happen for you this week, but that can happen for this month. But here's the thing I know is that you will be happier, better, and more wealthy when you figure that out. And that's what I want for you. You're going to be able to serve clients better. You're going to be able to protect them. You're going to be able to listen to what they're actually saying and getting them more of what they need. Do you know that when I got better as a salesperson, more people kept their policies? Do you know what that means? That they got the right thing and they understood what they got and it meant something to them to keep it. So how is you being bad at sales good, good for your client? How is you being, how is you not practice drill repeating? Like, let's say you're not good on the phone. How is you not practice drill repeating your script a hundred times good for you or for the client? Who is that serving? Who is that serving? See, I think it's only serving fear and I think it's only serving ego. And I think it's time for us to stop serving those things if we want, if we want real results. And that's what I had to do. I had to stop serving those things. And today, today, just like every other day, it's a battle to stop serving those things. Today, I'm not talking to you a place from, from, uh, from the hilltop. Today, I'm talking to you from the edge of my seat. And I want to let you know that today, you can have self-control. Today, you can have discipline. Today, you can do the work that really freaking matters. And today, you can read. And even if you miss reading like I did for a couple of weeks, you can get back on it. It's okay. Not all of us are perfect. Not all of us are perfect, right? Not, not all of us can be, not all of us can be that good, right? We can't all be Jason Brown. I mean, look at the guy. He said, we can't all be that guy, right? We can't all be Brandy Kimbrell. Listen, I get it. I get it. She sets a high standard, but we're trying to live up to it. We, not all of us can be that. Here's what we, here's what I know is I, I may not be as good as some people in this company, but I know I'm better than I am today. I know I have the opportunity because there were times where I knew what work to do and I skipped out on it. Not today, though. Not, to, not today. So let's, let's, uh, let's close this out and get to the book, right? I know there were times when if someone followed me around, the conclusion they would have reached if they watched me work was just that I really didn't care, that I was hoping to get lucky rather than earning my success. I realized that I really disliked the way I felt about myself, others, my work in the world when I tried to get the most for the least, right? Does everybody, can everybody agree with that? That 
that you dislike that like for me i really i really don't like the way that i feel when i when i'm waiting on success and when i'm trying to get the most for the least when i'm just hoping things are going to work out even if they do work out i still don't feel good about it i still have imposter it's it's i still feel like an imposter i still feel like a fake but on those weeks when i've worked my when i've worked my ass off and i've done everything that i needed to do not as much as i could right? But I did everything I needed to do in order to set myself up for success that week. And even if I didn't get success, I was still fulfilled because I knew the numbers were now in my favor and I was playing the deck the right way. I got all the bad cards out of the way. I, you know, the, the front of the deck was loaded with garbage. Now it was time for me to go out and get the next hand and to, uh, and to win it and to win it big, right? I realized that I really disliked the way I felt about myself. Others uh, the way I felt about others, the way I felt about my work and the world when I tried to get the most for the least, when I tried to squeeze as much out as possible for less than what was possible, for less than what was beneficial. But when I believed, put in the work, grew myself personally and professionally and associated with the right people, even when things didn't turn out, I was proud because I knew I had put in, uh, I put in the work and massive results were on the way as a result of intentional action. My one desire for this call today is that we sow the seeds for intentional action inside the hearts and minds of each one of you so that you can go out and act more capably, presently and powerfully in your life and the life of the people around you. Is that a worthy goal? Is that a worthy goal? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, do, let's make that happen then. Right. I realized I realized that I got to choose which part of my character I could play today, even if I didn't feel like it. Anybody ever wake up feeling like the villain in their own life? Right. You're hungry, angry, lonely and tired and you have you don't you haven't even had your first cup of coffee. Right. Not that I've not that I've ever been uh, not that I've ever been unlikable in my own household which I'm kidding, by the way, I've been very unlikable in my own household a lot, right? But, <laughs> but there are some times where I wake up and, th and that day I feel unlikable. And I, I know that I could either play the hero or the villain, or I could, play, uh, I could play an extra in the story that I was writing that day. But I got to, what I understood was when I accepted the responsibility, that 100% responsibility that I got to choose the character that I could, uh, that I could play today, even if I didn't feel like it, I could still make the best choice to be my best self. I could choose to be engaged, strong, and peaceful, or indifferent, weak, and chaotic. Those are the two choices for me. Engaged, strong, and peaceful, or indifferent, weak, and chaotic. Those are the two sh shots I have. Who am I going to play today? Right? I had a choice this morning about what time I was going to get up so that I could be back and do this call. I, I enjoyed, uh, enjoyed a music festival with my wife and her family, got to see some friends. That was great. You know what time I was up this morning? I was up at 3.45 this morning. 3.45 this morning so that I could catch a flight. Why? So I could be here to do this. Why? Because I wanted to. Not because I had to. Anybody can run this or we can just cancel it. We've seen that right? Because I wanted to, I wanted to be here because I thought that maybe Maybe one, one more person would get to choose, just like, just like I get to choose, that you would get to choose, that we would get to choose, and that, understand that choice is where that freedom is. If you just go with what you're feeling, you're, you don't have a choice. You're locked in. 
you're locked in. If you can go from feeling a certain way and then move your state of mind, move your attitude, move your brain, become emotionally stable and learn how to feel a different way about the same set of circumstances, now you don't need things to change because you've learned how to change yourself. Right? And changing other things, it seems easier, but it's significantly harder. It's significantly harder. If I have to focus on changing one thing and I have to do it within a week, I am not going to change my circumstances. I am not going to change my uh, conditions. I am going to change myself and I'm going to change my decisions. Right? That is where the freedom is. The freedom, uh, the freedom we may have been waiting for someone else to give us is asking us to earn it. Okay? We don't get freedom here. We earn it. We don't get balance here, we earn it. We don't get money here, we earn it. It's just an opportunity, it's not a guarantee. Guarantees come with less return on investment. Guarantees come with a lot of more rules. Guarantees come with all those things that you left, like safety nets and, and ceilings, right? Like micromanagement, like that time where when you realized that as an employer, that paid time off was your only time. When you had 14 days of paid time off and you said, I'll take some unpaid, and they said, nope. When you said, I need some time off, and they said, well, cover your shift, and you couldn't do it, and you just had to let your family know that they were going to have to sacrifice again, not because it was the right thing, but so that you could keep your job. See, I remember having to be a beggar, and I was sick of it. I remember being I remember being in a position where when I asked for time off that I didn't get it where I, when I went and I asked for the raise that I felt like I deserved I had to beg for it I remember that I remember hoping against hope that they would see more value in me this year and offer me a raise instead of me having to ask for it again I was hoping for that maybe they would see it in me but guess what nobody did nobody did I had to prove it I had to show it and that's a beautiful thing about this is if you can choose to play the right character, that enthusiastic, value-adding, determined, purposeful person, don't try to do, don't try to find the work that has purpose. Do, do your work in a purposeful way. Don't try to find work that you're enthusiastic about. Listen, at the end of the day, none of us, I don't think any of us wanted to be insurance salespeople. Is that okay to say? Did it like is that did anybody like dream of wearing wearing like a, a, a like a not nice suit from a, uh from a goodwill because that's the suit I bought when I first got here did anybody else like dream of a mid-size sedan did you have that like that wasn't what was on my calendar as a kid it was it was Lambos it was Ferraris it wasn't it wasn't a Saturn SL2 or a Volkswagen Jetta I had bigger dreams than that but I, Somehow the world convinces us that dreaming is for kids and doing is for adults. And I just want to say, let's not behave childishly, but let's behave with a child likeness that gets that fire and gets that spirit back into us and do what we need to do in order to invite other people in that space. We have to earn it. We're not waiting for it. We're earning it. You earn it. You keep it. When you earn it, you keep it. When somebody else gives it to you, they get to take it away whenever they feel like it. But you earn it, you keep it, you build it, you become it. This is not just about the money we make. It's the opportunity to become someone who delivers so much value that money is only one of the many rewards that you receive in return for bringing abundance and perspective into places that didn't have it before. You get to be that light 
so that other people can see their situation better and be clear on what's valuable to them. And we support them through that, whether it's uh, getting a new client for life or a new team member, right? This is how we look at others. Opportunities to be our best for their best. Do you see every single one of your clients are uh, today that you get to meet with is going to be an opportunity for you to be your best for their best, right? Can we all agree just to take this next 24 hours and see our clients like that? Can we? Is that like legitimately? Can we agree on that? Right? Because if we can't agree on that, then they deserve better. They deserve better. So let's just give them, let's give them what they deserve. And we, we deserve better. We, des we don't deserve to give a half-ass effort and to, and to add mediocre value. We deserve more than that. Right? Let's prove that this matters and people matter. We aren't successful in spite of doing the right thing. We are successful and impactful because we keep choosing to do the right thing and become the right person. The world is waiting for us all to stop waiting and to start creating. Success doesn't come to us. It comes through us. Who are you waiting for? Who am I waiting for? Who is everyone waiting for? Somebody who's qualified? That's the biggest, that's the biggest myth ever. Like, did anybody ever, like, when you were becoming an, an adult, try to find out where the other adults were in the room? <laughs> like, did, did anybody realize that? You looked around, you realized these were all, like, grown kids? Like, they're, like, very few people who actually accepted responsibility, who who were who was willing to make this decisions and like to be there for others and to serve, to serve with it. Like let's be let's be those people. Let's be those people because not everybody is those people. And we have to build good businesses so we can have businesses that do good in our communities because that's what we're doing this for. We're not doing this just to make money. We're doing this. We're doing this to make money, right? But it's what that money allows us to do. It's that freedom that that really allows us to buy for ourselves and for other people, right? That's the same reason we don't overspend on people's budgets in the home. We get them the most amount of coverage for a budget that makes sense, uh, right? It, it's not uncomfortable, but it's, uh, it's also not too easy for them. It sits in that sweet spot where they're paying, uh, they're, they're paying a reasonable premium for, for an amount of insurance that makes sense to them. Right? So if like, if we're not waiting for anybody and it is us, if you're waiting for somebody who's qualified, I just want to qualify each and every person who's on here. I just want to qualify you and tell you you have the capacity to go uh, to go help a bunch of people today. That you have the capacity that if you've never written 5,000 in a week, that you have the absolute capacity to write 5,000 in a week. That you have the capacity to learn what you need to learn, to, to do what you need to do, and to become the type of person that you need to become to have the maximum impact on other people. And the only thing standing in your way is your ability to grow yourself personally and professionally so that you can show up for your next client in a way that helps them to get protected and for you to get paid, for you to be impactful, for your next team member because you didn't let yourself off the hook and you decided to challenge yourself in the way that they're going to need to challenge themselves in order to be successful, right? That's, that's, that's what it is. You are qualified. You are officially qualified getting off this call. You have been deputized in the fight, in the fight against mediocrity against poverty and victim mentalities. If you find yourself saying today that, uh, that I can't believe this happened or that this thing is happening to me, 
just understand that that's a victim mentality is an opportunity for growth. <laughs> Sheriff Delaney, <laughs> that is so far apart from what would actually be true. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm proud to be at a point in my life where that, where that can be true. <laughs> right. So, um, and, and like, you know, you taking that metaphor probably too far. I like, I want tomorrow for every single one of you to show up at the help desk call. I want you to I want you to show up with a badge over your heart, right? I want you to show up with that badge over your heart every single day that reads, I'm here to do it now. Because that's what John Maxwell said. He said, all success is uphill and we have to be prepared to do it now. We have to not do it in an hour from now. Not I'm not like, listen, if I didn't make enough calls, I got to do it now. I've got to do it now. At, at 1259, I'm going to... If I'm in your situation, I'm hopping off the call early to go do it because that's what I would have done at 12:59. It's like, damn, that was close. I got it, everything I could. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna make thirty dollars an hour. I'm gonna make forty dollars an hour. I'm gonna book two more appointments, whatever it is. I'm here to do it now because that is one of the many things you and other people can count you in for is to be able to do it now. Is to be able to take action now. That's gonna matter later. To be able to live like no one else now so that you can live like no one else later, right? That's what Dave Ramsey says and so correct, right? If it needs to be done or someone needs a doer, you are here and you are here this week, right? And so that's all motivation. I'm going to point you all in some direction, okay? Use the scripts. If you haven't gone through Summit, go through Summit. Go get the education piece out of the way so the only thing you have to deal with is not the actual education. It's your posture, and show up with a level of enthusiasm that looks like confidence. If you're brand new and you don't know anything, you're like, how can I be confident? You can do a bunch of work and you can be happy about it. You can show up and be interested in that person. When they get on the phone, you don't have to be like, hey, I hope this is going to go well. Please book an appointment with me. You can say, hey, I'm the guy who's here to help you. I want to be able to help you. And, and so I need some information. Are you going to let me? Right? You can have that mentality. And you can talk to them like a normal person who wants to protect their family. And you can ask them at the end of the day, what is it worth? What is it worth? What is your peace of mind worth to know that you worked this hard for th this part of your life? And, and one day, we're not sure when, but I, I think that your concern is that one day you're going you're gonna to pass away. And you're going to be right before you pass away, right before your eyes shut, just like they do now when you're about to go to sleep. This is not a problem that bothers our clients when they're awake and working and distracted. This is a problem that bothers our clients between the time that their eyes close, their, their head hits a pillow, their eyes close, and they go to sleep. That's, what, that's when this bothers the clients, right? That, it's the same exact thing. We, we solve for not at the end of the day, but at the end of their life so that they can have their peace of mind, knowing that their family isn't going to need to move, in, move from a four-bedroom house into a two-bedroom apartment. That their mother isn't going to need to move in with her daughter-in-law. They don't get along so well, and it's humiliating for, for your mom, right? That they don't have to be in a position where their whole kids' lives have to change on the hardest freaking day of their life. That they not only have to go through something sad, but they have to, they have to move into someplace sad, right? That they have to pass the bucket. They have to be in that place because people don't have to be there because of you. So do your job. Let's all do our job today. Let's go help some families. Let's go get protected, right? Let's, let's make sure that we're protected. Let's make sure we protect families and let's share this opportunity because there's somebody right now who would love, who would love 
to be able to have a lot more choices in their life and they don't because they don't know this exists. And I'm so glad that somebody shared this opportunity. And if you're here, somebody shared this opportunity with you. So be the type of person who demonstrates the type of work that you know other people are gonna have to do and share that with others enthusiastically because you get to bring a value that they don't get to bring. And if you've been stopping short of saying what you need to say, or you've been doing just enough so that you could say to yourself, I've done what I've need I needed to done uh, do and I can blame somebody else. Why don't you do yourself a favor and leave the company and, and that way it's not as painful. Otherwise, stay here, commit and make stuff happen because that's what I just want to see you become wildly successful. However, it's not something that's given. It's something that's earned. So let's go earn it today, right? Let's go earn it today. Let's, let's get into that place. If you want to know where we are in the book, uh, 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 go to, uh, go to the last high performance habit of demonstrate courage, demonstrate courage. And that's just what I would want to encourage all of us to do is demonstrate some courage this week. Let's not be overly sensitive. Let's be, let's, let's have thick skin. Let's do the work. Let's get motivated. If we're feeling tired, drink an extra cup of coffee, for goodness sake, slap yourself across the face, throw some ice water on yourself, get happy, get excited, make a ton of money, protect a bunch of families. Let's hire a big old team. Let's get some damn leverage and let's get you free. Let's get you free. And if you can't get enthusiastic about your own vision, how will anybody else? Right. So let's get enthusiastic about the vision. Let's go make some dials. Let's go protect some families. Let's go get on it, stay on it and make it happen, because I want you to be so damn proud of yourself. You can't give up talking about it when I meet you at conference. So let's go. Thank you. all Take care.